What up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. And I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also, where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Again, that's anchor.fm slash start to join. Oh, one thing, you can record your episode from your phone or computer. So again, go to anchor.fm slash start to join. And I can't wait to hear your podcast. to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 249. Episode 249 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Once again, I want to thank everybody for their support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. This episode here, All-Star Weekend Recap. All right? We're going to recap. Disclaimer, I didn't watch the uh, Rising Stars game. I did hear about the countless missed layups that took place. Um, So, can't really speak on that. But I do like a format that they put together that I'm going to speak on with that. Um, All-Star Weekend, which was, you know, the festivities on Saturday. I did watch that, so, you know, you know I'm going to give my opinion on that, especially that horrible slam dunk contest, but we're going to get to that. And then, of course, you know, Sunday, the big game, the All-Star game where the stars showed up. One star in particular really showed out. And then, listen, the NBA 75... You know, 
you know, the 75 greatest players that ever played a game were honored. And uh, some interesting takes that I have for that. So, again, I know y'all heard me say we. So, you know, for some of these, you know, for some of these, you know, topics, I can't do it alone. I refuse to do it alone. And, you know, you know, my man been away for a while, you know, but, you know, I, you know, I had to put the best signal out for him. And, you know, he was able to, you know, see the signal and said, you know what? Let me hook up with Dre and my favorite white boy from AZ, Aaron Kendrick, AK, is back on the podcast. What's good, my guy? What is happening, y'all? Your favorite white boy from the Grand Canyon is back. Dre, appreciate you having me. Always have fun on the pod. Yeah, man. When you hit me up and you say you need me, I was like, oh, he wants that alley-oop off the pick and roll. I got to be there for him. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely didn't want definitely didn't want to do this one alone. Definitely. Definitely didn't want to do this one alone. So thank you. Th- th- thank you for accepting the message. Thank you for reading it and also answering it. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely appreciate it. So yeah, man. All-Star Weekend. I mean, again, I didn't watch the Rising Stars game, but... I did hear of a new format that they put together. And I actually kinda like that idea. Um I forgot who I forgot who was the legends that had teams. I know James Worthy had a team. I know Isaiah Thomas had a team. Um I think Gary Payton had a team. I forgot who the other one was. Um four of the seventy five greatest players had a team. And they did it like in a Final Four format where I think the first game was to 50. And then I think the second game was to, I want to say 25 or 30. Don't quote me on that. But I actually like that format, yo. Instead of doing... Yeah, where they're trying to reach a certain number? Yeah. Like, I'd like, 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 like I, like I rather that than have the whole, you know, all long, drawn-out game. You know what I'm saying? Because for the most part... The Rising Star game is just like the All-Star game. Niggas ain't really playing no defense. Especially the first three quarters or, or whatever long they doing it. Because I know back in the day, they wasn't playing quarters. They was playing halves. So, niggas wasn't really playing D like that. And if they was, it was probably like, what, five minutes left into the game. If it wasn't a blowout, that's when, that's when they was playing D. So, I kind of like this format where, you know... Four legends, you can say, would have a team, and then they treat it in that aspect. Hopefully, it's not just a one-year thing because of the NBA 75. Hopefully, it's something that they keep, you know, hopefully they keep, you know, on the wayside because I actually dig that format. Yeah, well, I will say this. They did have, they had to do something about it because that USA versus the world thing wasn't cutting it for them. Oh, no, hell no, 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 Mm-mm. no. For one, the world kept winning. So, you know, if the if the world is kicking U.S. ass, then you definitely need to change it. Yeah, yeah. they needed to cut that out. It was just getting old after a little bit. Yeah, f- first they tried the rookies versus sophomores. Then they tried U.S. versus the world. 
and now they got this format. Hopefully, you know, you know, hopefully this format will 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 stick up. Hopefully, hopefully, but we gonna see. What did you think of the uh, the shooting contest? The uh, not the three point, but the the Cavs and the uh, the rookies. Oh, the skills challenge. Um, I actually got that one right. I picked Team Cavs to win. I actually, I, I, I actually, I actually picked them to win. Like when it was announced that they was doing that format and they had three to a team, I'm like, wait a minute, why Giannis and his brothers is doing it? I'm like, but then I'm saying to myself, okay, it's three of them, so I can see why they're doing it. But I never, I, 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 I never thought they would win. Like first of all, you got Giannis, who I think shouldn't have did it, but I think he wanted to do it so then that way he could participate with his brothers. He, you got his other brother who plays in the G League. I don't really follow him, so I don't know if he plays that much. I know the older brother don't play at all, so I already know he wasn't gonna be active. I already knew he wasn't gonna be that good in this shit because you don't even play in your actual games, but um. I digged it though, you know, you know like, like 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 the skills challenge. I actually, I I I I actually like the skills challenge, and I actually like that the big dudes actually get involved, show their versatility somewhat. But yeah, I got Team Cleveland right. I I I I picked the Cavs to win. It's crazy how they made that half court shot so quick. That shit was crazy. Uh huh. And the crazy and and, and what was so funny is I forgot. Who made the first one? And I think they made it, I think, in, like, I think like eight seconds, like eight to ten seconds. Right. And then when Cleveland went up, I think it was Mobley that hit it. I think he hit that. I think he hit it in four or five seconds. So, basically, wow. that second half-court shot, he knocked it down. Me and my pops just looked at each other because I, I watched everything with him. Like, I watched uh, the festivities on Saturday, and I watched... The game with him on Sunday, we just looked at each other and was like, yo, I be damned. Like, how did this happen? How did this happen? But, you know, I, you know, I, I started 1-0 with my, you know, with my picks. So I was okay with it. I think the rookies didn't take it too seriously. I think, I, I felt like they was just too, like, I, I, for me, like, like for me, they just seemed happy to be there. They wasn't yeah. hustling. You know what I'm saying? Like, usually, as soon as that whistle blow or that horn blow, dudes just be out there running with it. They was just slow pacing it. Like, okay, I'm just happy to be here. I don't need to take it serious. And it showed. See, my pick was the rookies. And actually, what what I thought would happen with the Cavs is what happened with the rookies. Like, I thought that the Cavs will get out there in front of their home crowd and, you know, they'll start throwing up bricks and stuff and just be out there having a good time. But that that's actually what ended up happening to the rookies, so the Cavs ended up taking it. But DG was on – he was on point in that contest. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he basically proved why he is a worthy all-star. And real talk, like, the season that the Cavs is having, I kind of figured they definitely want to show out. In front of the, you know, in front of their home crowd. So, 
I was very, I, I, I was very, I, I was very, very, very much happy for them. And Jared Allen, he did good. You know, you know, as much as we're talking about Mobley and Garland, but Jared Allen did good too. I tell you what, man, I miss him in Brooklyn. I tell you that. Every time I see him, I'm like, yo, why did we, like, why, why did we have to trade this dude? But it's whatever, man. Can't cry over spill milk. He's one of those players that uh, you know exactly what you're gonna get from him. Facts. He gonna you gonna he gonna get his little double double. He gonna play amazing defense, which is something Brooklyn is lacking. But you know I, I don't want to make this you know a uh, uh, a Brooklyn topic here. But yeah, man. Every time every time I see him, man, I think about that, man. But congrats to team team Cavs for winning the uh, you know the skills challenge. And then uh, what we had next? We had a. Uh, the three point we we had a three point shootout. Um, listen, I listen, I went I, I I went for Patty Mills. Like, you know, he used to play for the Spurs. He plays for the Nets now. So, part of me definitely want to see him win. But, you know, the big man, Cat. Like he 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 calls himself the greatest big man ever to shoot threes. Which, I mean. He could feel confident saying that, but we all know deep down that's not the truth. But who do you have winning? Like, 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 like when the list came out for all the eight players that was going to participate, who you picked? Who, who, who was your guy that you was going with? I was thinking Kennard uh, was going to win, just because uh, the, the like the way that he shoots. I thought he would be able to get all his shots off within the time limit, and then. Right before the All-Star break, he had an amazing shooting game. He was like, I want to say he was like 8 for 9 or something like that. I'm, I might be a little bit off, but he was he was hot. So I was like, going into that contest, he had a real good chance. But I see what you're saying with Patty Mills because Patty Mills is a streaky shooter. When he when he gets on, yeah, when, he is hot. Yeah, yeah, when he get on, it's, it's hard to turn off, man, for real. It's, de- it's, de- it's, de- it's, de- it's, de- it's definitely hard, man. Trey, I'm I- I'm surprised that Trey, man. Like I'm I'm very, very, very surprised that Trey. I'm surprised that CJ McCullough too. I thought he would have a good, you know, showing, but that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case at all. Yeah, the thing with Trey is he never really shoots a high percentage, so that that didn't shock me too much. That's what happens when everybody want to, you know, call him the next Steph and all this, that, and the third. Like, get a boy some time, man. Let, 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 let the young boy flourish first before y'all start crowning these people the next this, the next that. Like, come on, man. But I was happy, I, I, I was happy for Carl Anthony Towns. All, all, all I kept saying to myself was his mother is smiling down at him. Like, she definitely smiling down on him. Like, he had the chain with her name on it. For those that don't know, you know, Cat had lost his mother, you know, the COVID. Like a little, a little after this COVID thing, this pandemic thing took place, started, he had lost his mother due to COVID. So to honor her, he had a chain with her name on it, and just by the way he was shooting, it was like, yo, like he's definitely playing for his mother, and not for nothing. Even though I had Patty, even though I was pick, even though I picked Patty Mills, I was kind of deep down rooting for Cat because 
you know, that like, I, I, I felt that would be a nice way to honor his mother by winning the three-point shootout. And, and, and he did. And, and he definitely did. I was actually waiting to see if he was going to, you know, be emotional afterwards. But he held it together. But congrats to him. Real talk. Yeah. I mean, he's gone through so much recently that, he, you know, at this point, he's, he's, so, he's so tough. Yeah, I'm not surprised he didn't get emotional on that one because he, he's gone through a lot recently. Oh, yeah. But that was cool of the NBA to let him wear that chain because, you know, that originally would have been against the rules, but they let him slide on that one. I mean, so that was cool of him. Yeah, I mean, listen, I remember a dunk contest with Jordan had on the chain, and they didn't say nothing to him. So if you're going to let um, – but, I mean, I mean that's, that's the guard right there. What, what can you say to him? But – yeah, I agree. I'm, 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 you know, I'm glad they, you know, let him rock and let him wear it. And besides, it's to honor his mother, and he did that. You know what I'm saying? Like he won, so there's no, there's no better way of honoring your moms than to go out there and win the three point shootout. Which I'm quite sure a lot of people doubted him. A lot of people doubted him, but he took the advice from Shaq. And he put it to use, and he wound up winning. I'm not going to go as far as to say he's the greatest big man to shoot threes because then that means I'm discrediting Dirk, and I ain't doing that. You know, KD is a big man, 6'11", you know. Dirk, seven feet, I'm not going to discredit him neither. So I, I, I'm not going that far saying that Cat is the greatest big man to shoot threes. I, I'm, I'm not that stupid. But I'm, gl- but I'm glad he won, though. Yeah, we ain't going there, but he did a good job in the contest. Though. Yeah, yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, we we we, we not jacking that. He's the good and one. Yeah. The, the three point shooting contest was much better than the dunk contest. Oh, oh no, I, I I was I was just getting ready to. Say, I actually, not for nothing, I've kind of said this the last two years. That I actually think, and this is something I actually think the NBA needs to consider. I know Stephen A. got his little thing that he's trying to put together, like his idea of, you know, taking players from the streets and have them in the dunk contest. And if a player doesn't want to participate, they basically sponsor that player or whatever the case may be to make it fun or whatnot. I kind of like that idea, but let's do the hypothetical and say that's not the case. When it comes to All-Star Saturday night, I think after what we saw from that dunk contest, it is crystal clear that the three-point shootout should be the one to close the show now. Because slam dunk contest, it's... You can't keep having years where one year is dope, one year it's not. One year is dope, one year it's not. This year was horrible. Horrible. No stars. They couldn't complete the dunks. Did you see the video with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? He left like he was front row watching. And he was so unimpressed. He took he, he put his coat in his hand and just walked off. I'm not surprised because after Jalen Green missed so many dunks in a row, I was about ready to cut it off. Oh, my God, man. Uh, I, I really was. I was like, the only reason why I kept it on 
is because I actually had a bet on the dunk contest. Who did so you have winning though? Why why, I kept watching it. Who, 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 did you, who did you have winning though? For uh, Jalen Green. Oh, okay. And then after he after he kept missing so many dunks, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I was like, I'm about to cut this off. You got to be kidding me. Yeah, that was that was very disgusting to watch. Very disgusting. Homeboy, was it, Cole Anthony was going to dunk in, well, he did dunk in Tim's, but, I mean, I, I I don't know, man. Like, if I had to put a grade on the dunk contest, whatever is lower than zero is, is lower than that because I was completely disappointed. And then what made it even worse was these dudes was doing whack dunks and they was connecting them. And the judges were being too gracious. Too gracious. Giving nines and eights. I'm like, man, that dunk is a seven. You better get out of here with that shit. Especially when they made it on the third, fourth attempt. Yeah. And then, to t- like, the only reason why I picked green was I knew that uh, I knew that topping was going to be a good pick. But I'm like, they always discredit the dudes that are tall. Every time. So I already knew that they were that they were, they were going to have a negative impact just because of his height and him being a returner from before. Well, well, at least the Knicks could say they won something this year, because obviously yep. you know they're not going to the playoffs or nothing. Well, it's looking like they're not going to the playoffs. So at least they can say, "Hey, we got the dunk contest," even though it was by default. Like, I, I, listen, I, I truly hope Ob ain't running around with that trophy like he really did something. Because even that last dunk he did, where, you know, he had the ball on the backboard and then he's and then you know he dunked it. That shit wasn't even all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it just makes it a, a higher higher difficulty level for me. That when was you a, watch, when you watch it back on replay. For me, that's some shit you could do in a game. Honestly, like this dunk contest was complete. Just downright disgusting. Downright disgusting. Like, I so wish Ja Morant would have been in this damn dunk contest. I so wish he would have did it. All right, so out of the whole contest, though, what was your favorite dunk? I don't have one. That's that, that, that that's what's so horrible about it. I can't even pick a dunk and say, okay, by default, this was my favorite dunk. No, n- none of them are. None of them. I was so disgusted with that dunk contest because it was so many misses. So many. It's like, yo, how the hell? Like, y'all did train for this. Y'all did prepare for this. Like, come on. And then you wonder why myself, Reggie Miller, and a bunch of people said that, yo, the three-point shootout should be the one to close out the um, All-Star Saturday night now. This is case in point. After Saturday, that's it. Three-point shootout should be the one to close out for here on out. Yeah, I'm on board with that, especially with the way that the game's changed. I'm on board with that. Everybody wants to shoot threes, not dunk. Yeah, man. And then seeing the three-point shooters, like, get their little streaks going, 
and get the crowd all worked up. And of course, with the commentary with the Reggie Miller, uh, D Wade, and Kenny Smith, I actually enjoyed that tandem. You know, when they was you know commentating on the uh, festivities. So you know, next year hopefully they keep that up and keep you know keep you know keep that tandem from you know going anywhere else and just having up that chemistry yeah for yeah for real definitely 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 but uh let's get to the all-star game man let's let, let's 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 get to the all-star game i'm not gonna lie i had i was holding my breath for the all-star game because just just by thinking of the teams again when LeBron and KD picked them, I'm like, LeBron team is gonna wash KD's team. It's gonna wash KD's team. It looked like it, it looked that way in the beginning, but Team Durant, you know, made its runs here and there. But a certain individual took the notion and said, you know what? I'm gunning for this Kobe MVP. I am gunning for this Kobe trophy, and ain't nobody going to stop me. And that would be Steph Curry. What was you thinking when he was draining all them threes? I know what I was thinking, but... What like like what like what was you thinking? There's only one thing you could be thinking. The chef is cooking. Dude is spe- and he's so arrogant with it too. Like he shoots the shit. Like it was a couple of them he shot and just turned around before the shit even went in. It's like, yo, this dude is cocky as a motherfucker. But I mean, listen, there's no debate anymore. Probably probably three years ago, people still was holding judgment on if he was the greatest shooter the game has ever seen. We ain't got to worry about that no more. That's not even up for debate no more. He got that under lock and key. Absolutely. I mean, he even said it himself. He didn't want to call himself the best shooter until he had it under wraps. Definitely respect that. Definitely respect it. Well, guess what, Steph? You can call yourself an L because you got it. And not for nothing, at least in my lifetime, ain't nobody breaking that shit. Nobody. Not in my lifetime. I don't see nobody breaking that record at all. Yeah. As far as the the All-Star game, though, I thought Team LeBron was going to smash on Team Durant a lot more than they did. That's for damn sure. I'm I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's what I thought. Now, Joel Embiid came out looking like he wanted that damn trophy. Yes, he did. If Team Durant would have won, he definitely would have won it. Definitely. And Team Durant kept it a lot closer, a lot more competitive than I thought, but... You know, when it came down to that last shot, you know, you know who was gonna get it. Well, I mean, I mean, what was so crazy? Steph had his opportunities, and the, and, and the crazy thing is, this is the point that a lot of people make about Steph Curry. 
when the games get close, especially the important games, like take the, you know, finals games or whatever. When the games get close and it's crunch time, he don't deliver. Like his numbers would be great the first three quarters, but when you really, really, really need him to do some shit in crunch time, he ain't there. And it actually showed in those last few, like like that last quarter. I think he probably scored probably five points in that last quarter when they had to reach 163. But then when it got towards the end, he couldn't make nothing. So if anything, it's a good thing he didn't make them because I think the right person should have ended the game. And that was LeBron. You're back in your old house, the stadium that you built. So it's only right that you be the one to take the last shot and actually knock it down. So I was impressed. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Giannis did his thing. LeBron takes way too many jump shots. He needs to drive more. That's one of the main things that pisses me off about his game lately. But that... <laughs> That's a story. That's a story for another episode, Dre. A lot. I will say this: for a lot of the first timers, they all did amazing. Murray from the Spurs, he did his thing. John Morant, my goodness, them that the dunks that he did in that game is like, yo, you could have did this shit in the dunk contest, especially from what we were subjected to seeing. You could have did that in the game. You could have did that in the contest, and you definitely would have got a 10. Yeah, you ain't lying. One of the main reasons why I thought Team LeBron would do so well is I'm like, they got, yo, they got Jimmy, Butler, and Luka coming off the bench. But Luka was really kind of a disappointment in this game. He only put up six shots. I don't even think Butler played that much either. Nah, he only got nine minutes playing time. But that one, I'm not surprised. And I actually told my father this because, remember, Eric Spolcher was the coach for Team Durant. He probably had told Monty Williams, like, yo, keep Jimmy Buckets out. Like, I'm not trying to have him play that much. We, you know, we we trying to lock up this number one seed, you know, come the second half of the season. So don't play him that much. I think that's why he, I honestly think that's why he didn't play that much. Eric Spolcher basically sent the word out like, yo, don't play my guy like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Chris Paul didn't play that much, but his reasoning was because of that injury, which is crazy because they talking about he might be out six to eight weeks. I'm like, yo, this dude stay getting hurt. Yeah, he's going to be out for a while. He hurt his hand and... You could tell in that All-Star game that he was really playing with one hand. Mm, 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 mm. Both teams knew it, so, you know, they kind of took it easy on him for the couple minutes that he was in there. Right. They just kind of left him out there on the island. Mm, 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 mm. I think he was trying to get one assist, you know what I mean? I think so. I think he was trying to just get... One dime, and then, all right, cool. Now I can leave the court. But it didn't work out for him, but he put in a couple minutes' work. Facts. Facts. Okay. Now, we all know what happened at halftime. 
NBA 75 was celebrated. And for those of y'all that's been living under a rock, the NBA 75 is, if you remember, the 1997 All-Star Game, which I do. It was in Cleveland. It was called Gund Arena at that time. They honored the 50 greatest players to ever play in the NBA. We now fast forward to 2022, where now the next 25 was added. So now it's NBA 75. Each of those players was announced for this ceremony. A lot of notable absences. I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought Larry Bird would be there. When I saw that he was waving behind the scene, I'm like, Larry Bird not there? Like, the hell? That, like, that didn't sit right with me, honestly. Because, if anything, I actually thought he would definitely show up. And the fact that he didn't, I'm like, dang, like, okay, okay maybe, maybe he got some serious business to attend to because... When it comes to basketball, I don't never see, you know, Larry basketball miss events. So that one really didn't sit well with me. Pip, I really didn't care that he wasn't there. If anything, if anything, it was a good thing he wasn't there because it's too many people on that NBA 75 team that ain't really fucking with him right now anyway. So... Maybe he did himself a favor for not being there. And then my man Duncan wasn't there. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, it is strange that those those three weren't there. I would have expected those three to definitely be there. I'm like, damn, Duncan, like, you not there? I'm like, come on, dog. Like, Duncan looked like he aged a little bit in the last couple of years. He's actually... I actually found out, I actually just found out something on Sunday, actually. Uh, one of the top women college basketball players, Aaliyah Boston, he actually trained her this season. And shout out to her because right now she's, she, she tied the record for most double-doubles in SEC play. Sylvia Fowles and her are now tied for 19. So, obviously, the next game that comes up, I'm quite sure she's going to break it. But, yeah, they were saying that how this like this season, before the season started, she was training with Tim Duncan. That's dope. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's dope. You learn, you learn, you, you learn it from the, you learn it from the best at his position. You learn it from the best. But, yeah, man, yeah, I'm like, come on, man, like. I don't even think Clyde Frazier was there. Like, it was a lot of notable names. A lot of notable names. And then, you know, you get to the pictures that was taken backstage. You see the picture with Jordan and Magic. You see the picture with Jordan, uh, Dwayne Wade, Jason Kidd, Gary Payton. Yo, Honestly, bro, I'm not even going to hold you. I didn't think Jordan was going to be there. I didn't. I honestly did not think he was going to be there. And then they said that how he was at the uh, Daytona event. 
Yeah, I really didn't even think nothing of it because I did see that he was at Daytona, but in my mind, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like, he owns a racing team. That ain't nothing, nothing unusual. And then later on that evening, I'm like, oh, wait, that's the, M- the NBA 75 thing is tonight. Oh, wait. And then he showed up last minute. i tell you what, though. When they did the – when they went by the positions – as soon as they went to center first, I said I looked at my father. I said, Dad, they're doing the guards last. And I'm telling you now, Jordan will be the last one to come out. But again, I'm still thinking he's not going to be there. But he will be the last player announced. Get they, might have been, they might have been waiting on this plane. Probably. <laughs> Probably. They got through the centers, obviously the notable names, Shaq, Kareem, you know, Patrick Ewing, Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robinson. I was for it, you know what I mean? We get to the forwards, okay, okay, okay. But then we get to them guards, I'm like, okay, here we go, let's see. And then... The obviously the notable name that showed up on the screen that unfortunately he was not able to be there. Kobe. That one fucked me up. Yeah, one thing I do love though is that Vanessa keeps showing up for him. She she got to she she got to she 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 gotta for one you gotta rep your man you gotta rep him. And, again, it was something that he loved. So, I guess with her going to these things, it's like he's still with her, basically. That's the way I look at it. Yo, he was there. He was definitely there. Yo, not for nothing. It was a specific picture. And you might know which picture I'm talking about. There was a picture where all the Laker greats was in one picture. You had Kareem and Jerry West sitting in chairs. You had Shaq, Magic, James Worthy, and Bob McAdoo standing up. If you, Oh, and LeBron. If you pay attention real close, there's a gap in between... Where James Worthy is and where Magic was. I honestly think they put that gap there to honor Kobe. If they did, that's dope. I got to go look at that photo. Yo, I'm telling you, when I saw that picture, that's the first thing I thought of. I said they did that to leave a space for Kobe. They leave, they left, but I mean, but then, I mean... I mean, there was other Laker greats that wasn't, you know, in attendance. Obviously, Wilt's not there. Elgin Baylor's not there. So, just think, like, how many Laker greats is in the NBA 75? That shit crazy. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Legendary franchise, though. Legendary. Now. But there is another legendary franchise, though. Boston. 
they got a lot of names on the list too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, disclaimer. Remember the whole beef with KG and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce? Well, Kendrick Perkins put that to rest because he had posted a picture yesterday where all three of them was in the same photo smiling. I was like, oh, shit. I said, yo, the beef is over. Because I'm like, come on, man. Like, KG need to let this shit go. Like, I get it. Ray Allen leaves Boston. He goes to Miami. He plays for the enemy. He helps them win a championship. I get it. You're mad. But come on. That was damn near 10 years ago, man. Let that shit go. Let it go. And then on top of that, y'all all three are in the hall. And now you all three is in the NBA 75. Let that shit go, KG. Because now you being hella petty. So I'm glad, you know, Perk posted that pick to silence all the hate. Where it's like, yo, okay, they was beefing before, but, you know, everybody good now. So, in his words, yeah. carry the hell on. I believe that they are a little envious still, but, you know, they, they're they not hating as much as they were before. Well, no. But back to the, 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 the ceremony. The last two names I knew was going to be the last two. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as Magic came out, I looked at my father. I said, Dad, you know who about to come out next, right? He said, yeah, yeah, I know. Mike, Mike. I'm sitting at that dinner table. I'm waiting for him. They ain't even say his name yet. I just looked at the walk. I said, there he is. There he is. Like, I was yelling up a storm. I was like, there go that man. I said, there go that man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I was pumped when Mike came out. I, I I was I was pumped. And if you noticed, he went to the center of the what you call it. No other player did it. No other player did that but him. And he got the biggest pop. And that's supposed to be LeBron town, but Jordan got a bigger pop than you, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying. You know, like, Jordan got a way of taking cities from niggas. Isaiah thought Chicago was his town. Nope, Jordan took it. Cleveland was supposed to be LeBron's. Jordan got the bigger pop. Like, what we doing here, yo? <laughs> Yeah, it don't even matter when you're the GOAT. You're the GOAT. Yeah, 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 man. But I, I, listen, from all the photos that I saw, it just put a smile on my face. And Jordan, like, hella competitive. Like, they showed one where um, he was backstage with uh, Wade, GP, Jason Kidd, and Magic. And he got competitive with Magic. Like, yo, where your sneakers at? We can play a one-on-one right now. I'm like, damn. I'm like, Mike, come I, I on. I'm like, Mike, come on, dog. Like, just just, just for this one moment, can you not be competitive? Everybody was laughing at him like he wasn't serious, too. Oh, no, he was no, dead oh, ass. oh, no, he was dead ass. Uh-huh. He was dead ass. I actually think he showed up because of the card game them niggas was playing. 
I honestly think that's why he showed up. Team Durant, they was gambling. I thought that was a joke. No, no, no. That was real. That was real. I know they were gambling, but I, I didn't know that, like, Jordan actually saw a picture of it. And no, 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 no. I, I don't think I, I, I'm saying that. But, no, that shit was real. Like, I thought my father was joking when he said that shit. But then, like, they were showing, they were showing, like, the coaches, you know, pep talks to the team before the game started. And this nigga Joel and B had hundreds in his hand. Like, you see the cards on the table, and you see him putting his money together. I'm like, yo, these niggas was really in the locker room gambling before the game. Yeah, D-Wade uh, D and Reggie were commenting on that, and they were saying about how they were happy that they kept the traditions going. You know LeBron's teaching all these kids how to play cards. I mean, listen, man. I mean, listen. Have fun. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're having fun. They're having fun. So, so I all dig stars it. have the money to do it, so and, and nobody has to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Shit. For real, they got the money to do it, so why not? But they ain't got Jordan money, so I mean, if Jordan would have walked in that room, put the cards away, cause y'all ain't got his, y'all ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas was vo avoiding Jordan like the plague. Yo, I saw a video. It's actually on my page. If you go to it, it's a it's a video of Isaiah hugging Magic, and he's whispering something to him. That's exactly the one I'm talking about. <laughs> yo, 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 let it go. I mean, listen, Jordan has not denied his hatred for Isaiah. He hasn't. But he's he still give credit where it's due. He said on multiple occasions, behind Magic, Isaiah is the greatest point guard the game has ever seen behind Magic. So he always gives Isaiah his props, even though he hates him. Isaiah, on the other hand, now he's on his train that LeBron's the GOAT. Like, boy, shut up. You don't even believe that shit. You're just saying that out of spite for MJ. You don't even believe that shit, but whatever. Do you believe that Isaiah is the second best point guard? Do I believe that he is? Yeah. I mean, if I'm shit, if Mike said it, then because I don't. I mean, I mean me. I mean me personally. I w I don't have him as second on minds, but I could listen. I mean, again, this is Mike saying this. If Mike, if Mike said it, then we gotta respect it because again, he hate Duke, but. Listen, I'm going to let it be known, like, yo, behind Magic, he's the second greatest point guard. That don't mean we got to believe it, but in his opinion, he feels like Zeke is. Yeah. I don't think he is. I I, I disagree with him, but definitely got to respect it. Because for me, my second point guard is kid. But that's me. Everybody, okay. you know, you know, everybody, you know, has their different, you know, rankings for players for their respective position, but... I mean, if he got Isaiah number two and you hate the dude and you give him his props, then I don't see why Isaiah can't return it. Like, you need to let this dream team shit go. Because I hate to break it to you, but 
you know, your coach did coach them. So maybe he didn't want you on the team either. I'm just saying, man. Like, let like let it go, man. Let it go. Like, you're in the Hall of Fame. You're now in the NBA 75. Let it go, Isaiah. Let it go. Let it go. Now, let's get to the creme de la creme. Now, obviously, when this list first came out, obviously, there's going to be names that are going to be left off. We look at the list, 75, 76 names, like, whoa, wait a minute. This person made it. This person didn't make it. This person didn't make it. This person didn't make it. Like, there's so many snubs. I can't even fathom it. It's so many. Now, if you made the 50, I can't sit here and say, oh, you made the 50. You can't be on 75. I can't do that. Unless you're Bill Walton. Because I don't think he should have been in the 50. And I've been said that. I've said that. I've said that for years that I don't think he should be in there. He ain't play enough. Now, yeah, he won a championship with Portland. I believe he got an MVP. But the dude only had 6,000 points. So how much playing did you actually really do if you only got 6,000 points? That makes sense. So I'm like, nah, he can't make this list. Like, I get it, you know, he's in the media now, his contribution to the game, he won at UCLA, I get all that. But again, this is the NBA 50. This is not the Basketball Hall of Fame. This is all your work that you've done in the National Basketball Association. There's no way you're going to sit there and tell me that he should have been in the NBA 50. So then he carries on to the 75. So he's one of those players who... I think shouldn't be on there at all. Now, go ahead, my guy. Pick your bones. Like, who you felt should be on and who you feel shouldn't be on. Because I know who I, I, I know who I'm going with, but I want to, I, you know, I, I want your opinion on it. For the 75? Absolutely. Oh, Dwight needs to be on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Dwight needs to be on there. I agree, but you take him. <clears throat> you put him on. Somebody gotta come off. Who you taking off to put him on? Cause not for nothing, I'm gonna keep it tall. I already feel Bill Walton shouldn't be there. I would take Dwight Howard and put Bill Walton. I, I would take. The White Howard and put him there and take Bill Walton out. Yeah. That makes sense. Let me, let me see who's on here. <clears throat> Anthony Davis, he shouldn't be on there neither. Nope. Damian Lillard shouldn't be there either. Nah, Dame Lillard should be off. Uh, you could replace uh, Dame with uh, Tracy McGrady, in my opinion. Nope. I got somebody even better. 
I got somebody even better to take take Who's take that? take Dame place. Huh? Who's that? I like T Mac. No, so do I. But being that Dame is a point guard, I'm thinking of a point guard to take his place. Cause I'm going, I, I, I'm going, I, I'm going off for the position. So since Dame is a point guard, and I don't think he should be there, I got the perfect point guard that'll take his place in the heartbeat and should be on there. And that would be Tony Parker. Tony Parker should be on this list. He should be on this list. My man got multiple all NBA teams. My man got four championships. He has a finals MVP. What has Dame done? I'll tell you what he's done. Nothing. Now, okay. The only thing he got over Tony Parker is he can rap better than him. That's all he <laughs> That's all he got over Tony Parker. He got more range, that's it. Huh? He got more range. That's oh, absolutely. It. Okay, so that's two things he got over him. Cause he damn sure ain't got he damn sure can't win more than him. Dame done had plenty of opportunities to win. And he's failed at them. When we think of Dame Dollar, we only think of the walk-off against Oklahoma City Thunder and the walk-off against Houston. If you take away those two walk-offs, what has he done in the league? Absolutely nothing. And I'm supposed to sit here, and I actually like Dame. That's why I hate that I'm doing this. But I got I, I to gotta call a spade a spade. You can't sit here and tell me he is an NBA 75 and Tony Parker isn't. I agree 100%. Nope. I'm not sold on that. I'm not subscribing to that. That's complete bullshit. But it's politics. See, Westbrook is safe. Because of those triple doubles. And he has honest, an MVP. You, I, I didn't even think about Parker because I was I was so mad about McGrady. Oh, no. Oh, no. When I, saw, when I saw this list and I saw the names that was on there, I was livid because now I'm thinking of the players from that respected position. I'm like, wait a minute. AD on here? That could be Dwight. Dame is on here? That could be Tony Parker. Then you got to factor in. Now, obviously, you know, some people feel like Bernard King should be on there, which I absolutely feel like he should. Um, Alex English, Adrian Dantley. I get it. But I'm only looking at the players that are from my era. Who I grew up watching. Because again, I'm not looking at the names from the past and taking them off because they're already on there. I'm talking about the dudes that like the next 25, I'm like, yo, who from that next 25 shouldn't be on that list and who I think should be added on? Yeah. And the, and the two names that popped up in my head was Dame and Anthony Davis. Hell, Listen, I might ruffle some feathers with this one. I don't even think Melo should be there. I don't think Melo should be there. I think he should be in the next 100. But I think being that, you know, 
He's in that brotherhood circle with LeBron. That's why he's in. Because again, what has he done? Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't put him in there because he hasn't won. No, he ain't won. Now, I get it. Chris Paul ain't won neither, but when we talk about point gods, Chris Paul is one of them dudes. Some people got him a top five point guard. I don't, but some people do. So I'm not mad at him being in there, but you can make a case that Melo don't need to be on there. He can make the he can make the hundred. So now you ask yourself, if Melo's not there, who comes on? I got the perfect name. You said Tracy McGrady. I'll go with his cousin Vince Carter. I wanted to go with Grant Hill, but the same reason I didn't go with T Mac. Injuries plagued them. Yeah, they really cut their longevity out. Sure did. It sure did. Even though this spans, like, the years that they did play, killed it. No doubt. It's because we remember their primes. Yeah. But it's 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 them, it's, it's them, it's them injuries, man. Like, that, yeah, it, 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 it's the injuries that, you know, kind of, mess things up you could say so yeah like don't like don't like those three yeah i think those three can come off and then i'll add my three and i don't even want to do that to mellow camello my man but i i, I listen I, I gotta call a spade a spade i'm only thinking of the players that that are from the ne- that are from the next 25 so if you just made the next 25, I got to deal with you. I'm not worried about nobody from the original 50. Except yeah. Bill Walton. Because again, I don't think he should be on there neither. But the main focus is that next 25. And I think Melo can come off. I think... Who else I said? Who I replaced these niggas with? You said uh, Mello for Vince Carter, which Mello I don't for, agree with that one, but... Vince Vince for Mello, Parker for Dame, and Dwight for AD. Yeah. I'm on board with that, with that Parker for Lillard. I don't know about uh, putting on Carter for, for Carmelo, though. I don't know about that one. I respect it. I respect it. People forget Vince. People, Vince got busy on the court, and then the longevity too. Got to factor that in too. You just gotta watch that Vinsanity documentary. Which one? The one on Netflix? Yeah, the um, yeah, I think it is called Vinsanity. Mm. Yeah, man. Vince was Vince was that dude, man. He was yeah. absolutely. He was. He was absolutely that dude. Absolutely. Well, since we got that out the way, now everybody and their mother is now dissecting this list because now, see, I didn't even think they was going to rank these guys, even though I should have knew better. 
Because the one thing that, you know, especially in the sports media world, everybody wants to debate on something. So something should have told me, they're not just going to name 75. They're going to rank these motherfuckers. And that's exactly what they did. They ranked their 75 all-time players. It was ESPN that did the rankings, right? Yes, I believe so. So, a couple of people had their own top tens. So I figured, why not create my top ten? I mean, everybody else is doing it, so why can't I have fun and create my own top ten? So, AK, since you are the guest, and you know I'm all about hospitality. Yes, sir. You go ahead and you tell me your top ten players of all time from this NBA 75. We starting with number one? Yeah, why not? <clears throat> All right. So, like you said earlier, we're, we're talking about the man that went right to the center of the circle, the last man called, Michael Jordan. Mm. Number two, I got LBJ. <sighs> Number three. Now, this has been highly controversial on Twitter, mm. this, this conversation, and I'm, I'm all for it. But from my number three, I put Kobe Bryant. Now, I've seen some disrespect where people don't even have Kobe in their top ten. Some people say he's not top five. He's he's in that five to ten range, which, okay, okay. I can respect that. Some people say he's top three. I'm in that category. At four, I put Magic, which Magic has even said that Kobe is the best Laker of all time. So Magic that's where said- you got to put Kobe ahead of Magic. Right after Magic, I got Kareem. Mm. Now, this next one might surprise you a bit. All right, so you got Mike. You got LeBron. You got Kobe. You got Magic and Kareem. So, 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 so that's your first five. MJ, LeBron, Kobe, Magic, Kareem. Okay. I like that five. I like that five. All right. Let's get to the second half. Number six, I got Timmy D. Ooh. Dude is a machine, man. Wow. Tim Duncan is number six? Tim Duncan, number six. I mean, trust me, I'm 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 thankful. I'm 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 glad that he's number six on yours. Go I'm 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 interested to hear these other names. I got Will. Okay. Bill Russell, mm. Larry Bird, ah, the Hick from French Lick, 
This last one, bro. I had to go with Shaquille O'Neal. Ooh, the diesel. The diesel. You know what's so crazy? I think, like, when people, like, when everybody was talking about their lists, that was the name that a lot of people was upset with, like, how is Shaq not in your top ten? <laughs> He's a winner. I mean, he was dominant. I, I really don't know how he's not top ten. I mean, it was it was real close. I mean, I had two two dudes that I really wanted to put in there, but it's like you you can only have ten spots, so you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, I think it's only right that I give my 10 now. What you think? Absolutely. I want to see who you got di- who, who you got different from me. Well, obviously, we know who I got number 1. Like let's not even kid ourselves here. I got Mike number one. Listen, everybody got LeBron number two. I don't. I got Magic number two. I got Magic number two. Magic two, okay. Yep, I got Magic two. I got Magic two. You got Magic as the greatest Laker. For me, yes, I do. Now, I know Magic said Kobe is, you know, like, Listen, listen, I get the whole passing the torch and shit like that, but Magic, you know, I understand he's this smiling guy. Everyone loves him, but I wish Magic would have just said, you know what, I'm the greatest Laker ever. Because it, like, it, it, like, it ain't like if he was to say it, it would be in question. Magic put in that work. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I would totally respect it if he did that because like, that's something that, like, Jordan would do. Yeah, like, like, Showtime. Like, come on. Showtime don't happen without Magic. Lake Show does not happen without Magic. At all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I, I respect it. Like, Magic... See, what's so crazy is... When you think of like top ten, like 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 this top ten list, I think it's a crime if you got Magic in your top ten and you don't got Bird, because they're both they both saved basketball, they saved the NBA. It wasn't Jordan, it was them. Like the eighties, yeah, okay, Magic got more rings that decade, but Bird was no slouch that decade. At all. He won MVPs and he won championships in that decade as well. So Bird is in my top ten, but I'ma tell you where I, I'ma tell you where I got him though. Obviously, we got the guard number one. I got Magic number two. I got Kareem three.
I got LeBron four. I got LeBron four. Okay, okay. This is round out the top five. This is this this is this this is where the controversy comes into play. Because I was torn between Kobe and LeBron for number four. I was torn. I was torn between those two dudes. I'm not even gonna lie. Cause if you notice, my first five is guards and forwards. <laughs> like those are the positions I played, so I'm gonna be biased with the guards and forwards. I was torn, bro. You know what? I'm switching it. Mike, Magic, Kareem. Listen, Kareem. Four out of my, my, my first four out of five is gonna be big. I mean, it's gonna be guards and forwards. Kareem got to be in the top five. He's gotta be. He's gotta be. So you got Kareem at five? No, no, no. I got Kareem three. I got Kobe oh, wow, four. Okay. I got I got Kobe four. I got Braun five. Okay, okay. So now let's get to the second half of that portion. Six. Listen, Duncan, my man. I'm putting Duncan over Shaq. I'm sorry. Like I know, like, 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 like. I, I like. That seems to be the crime that, like, that ESPN did. That Duncan is in the top ten, but Shaq's not. No, it's a crime that Shaq's not in the top ten. I don't think it's a crime that Duncan is ahead of him. Right. Because see, for me. Like, for my list, the goats of their positions is at the top of the chain. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jordan is the goat overall. So he's definitely going to be number one. Magic is the goat of point guards. He's going to be number two. Then we got Kareem, the greatest center. So I got to put him there. Kobe, I mean, that's the Mamba. So... I got to have him at four, even though he wasn't the GOAT in his position, because obviously that's Mike. But I got to put Kobe there, and then LeBron rounds it off with five. Because I'm not going to put, as much as I love Duncan, he wasn't a greater player than Kobe. He might have had a greater career, but he wasn't a better player than Kobe. So I couldn't put Duncan in my top five as badly as I wanted to. As badly as I wanted to. But I have to be objective. So I couldn't put him there. But he definitely makes my top 10 because he's number six. Yeah, same as me. Shaq, the Diesel, is seven. Ooh, Shaq over Will. Okay. Hell yeah. Listen, listen. First of all, didn't grow up watching Will. Now, I get the averages and points and rebounds. I get the 100 points he scored in the game. I get all of that. Dude only got two rings. He only got two rings. He's playing a bunch of nobodies. And then when you was playing as somebody, Bill Russell dominated you. Now, you let the numbers show it, 
stat-wise, he dominated. But when it came to wins and losses, Bill Russell owned you. So, no, you're not high on my list. No, I'm sorry, you're not. Number eight. I am going with... <laughs> Again, this is my top 10. I'm going to ruffle some feathers too. I know I am. I know I'm rubbing some feathers. But I don't care. I am going with. I got to put Bill Russell there. I got to. He can't even fit his rings on his hands. I got to put him there. So I got. Wait, I got Duncan six. I got Shaq seven. I got Bill Russell, eight. Larry Bird, nine. The Hick from French Lick. And now I have one more spot. Yup, somebody's going to get left off the list. I tell you what. I have nothing but respect for Wilt. R.I.P. God bless the dead. I have nothing but respect for Oscar Robinson, the big O, but neither one of them are in my top 10. Neither one of them. To be honest with you, bro, I don't even have uh, the big O in my top 12. They're honorable mentions for me because I'm going with players that I grew up watching. I'm going, like, I'm going with dudes that I... Like, I was outside for. So that's why they're not on my list. They're not. Obviously, I know about Magic, and obviously, I know about Kareem. So they're going to be on my list for sure. The Big O and Wilt, I didn't watch them. So, no, they can't be on my list. I mean, Bill Russell, I ain't watch him neither, but the man got 11 rings. Come on now. What's under for him? What's understood don't need to be explained. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Say he was possibly the best defender, definitely the best rebounder, hands what? down. So yeah, what like what's understood don't need to be explained. So I gotta put him there. So now let's get to that last name on this list. I am going to ruffle some feathers with this one. KD. KD over Steph, huh? Yep. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Yes, Steph has more rings than him. No doubt. Steph got three, KD got two. If KD don't go to Golden State, they probably don't win those two championships. And KD got two finals MVPs. Now, yeah, one of those years, I think Steph should have won, but he didn't. So not only does KD help you with those two rings, he also went there and carried y'all to the finals. Like he, didn't, like, he didn't just join them to piggyback off them. He went there and did work. So, yeah, KD is in my top ten. 
The other argument that I've heard is that everybody on the top 10, you could put defensively, you could put on the opposing team's best player. And with Steph, you could not do that. With KD, you probably could. Oh, yeah. Steph is a liability on defense. And I got nothing but respect. KD's got that length. He could block shots, you know, so he would fit that. He would, he, he would fit that label a little better. But with Steph, you got that range, like obviously endless range. And I got nothing but respect for Steph, man. It's hard not to. That's the babyface assassin. But, like, again, like writing, like, writing that list, that shit was hard, man. It was hard. Especially when you get to, like, the last three, it was hard. Because yeah. it's like, yo, I already know, making this list, I'm going off of players that I grew up watching. So that's what kind of made it easy. It's like, all right, I'm going off of players that I was outside for. Like, I'm not going to do the traditional norm. No, Big O and Wilt not in my list because I didn't grow up watching them. They're not in my top ten. No. I'm sorry. Well, for, for, well, for me, I used to put I used to put more stock into Big O's stats, but more, more nowadays as I'm more mature and I watch more basketball and I actually get into the stats and what they actually mean, I see that a lot of a lot of big O stats could be a little misleading. Mm. Woo. Mm. So Shit. that's why he, he's a little further down my list than he used to be. But Shit, we can say that about Westbrook too. But that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> Absolutely. But one thing I love about like conversations like this is like we thought very similarly, but our list is still not the same. You know, so. It's always fun doing shit like this. Yeah, like when, like when everybody came up with their list, I said, "Oh no, I got to do mine now." Because obviously, honestly, I didn't think about doing a list. I was just thinking about the names that I felt was snubbed and who I think should be on and who I think should come off. That was my only thing I was thinking about. I was never thinking about, "Yo, let me rank these dudes." But then when everybody started doing this, it, like, all right, let me have some fun with this now. Everybody doing it. Let's have some fun with this shit. Why not? Absolutely. So, yeah, there you have it, man. There you have it. But, yeah, before we go, like, there's two more things I want to... There's two more things I want to speak on. I mean, we kind of spoke about it off the air, you know, with the Juwan Howard situation. Um... I'll just say that I'm glad that he didn't get fired because I did think that was going to happen. You know, him, obviously, you know, being part of the Fab Five from back in the day, him being a brother on top of that, I'm like, dang, you did this shit on live television. Everybody's saying it was a punch. Obviously, people don't know the difference between a punch and a slap. I'm like, dang, man, he's going to lose his job for this. He's going to lose his job for this. But then when I got the alert that said he was only going to be suspended for the regular season, I was like, all right, cool, I'll take that. Because I'd rather, I'd rather that than him get fired. Because he has so much respect around not just college, the pros. we never seen this out of him before. But then, you know, we get to find out his reason for why he did it. 
I'm not sitting here advocating that, oh, homeboy got what he deserved, but I can see why Jawan did what he did. And I'm glad that, you know, the punishment was less than what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, he definitely didn't deserve to get axed. So that's great that he'll still get to coach next year. Uh, it looks horrible, obviously, but yeah, man, it did. I'm, I'm real glad he didn't he didn't actually punch him. But hey, put yourself in, in put yourself in that man's shoes, and you can't say that that you wouldn't have done the same thing. So yeah. Neither of them were in the right. I will say that. Yeah, neither, neither neither one of them. Homeboy shouldn't have caught them timeouts. The game is over. What are you calling timeout for? That right there probably ticked me off too. Like, yo, the game is over. What are you doing? Yeah, and then not just that, but like somebody knows that you're upset with them and they start p- putting hands on you. Nah. Mm-hmm. That, that right there probably triggered me. Like, yo. I'm not exactly. even with you right now. Get your hands off me, yo. Exactly. But, That's what I'm saying. If you put yourself in that man's shoes, you'll probably get triggered too. But I'm glad it was only a five-game suspension. He's pretty much suspended for the rest of the regular season. So he will be back in time for the Big Ten tournament. And if they happen to make the NCAA tournament, He'll be able to be on the sidelines for that. So, good job, Big Ten, by not, you know, giving him the pink slip. Jawan Howard, salute to you, man. I'm not supporting what you did, but, you know, being a fan of yours for many years, you know, you being a leader of men, you know, you had a bad day, you know. You had a bad day. We all we, we all have one. So hopefully you learn from this and it never happens again. Now, this thing, definitely got to speak on this. Finally, after years of fighting, the women's soccer team Finally got their bag. Finally got the bag that they've been fighting for. Did you hear about that? Yeah, that settlement for $24 million. $22 million. Well deserved. Well deserved. The USSF will pay an additional $2 million to benefit players in post-career and aspirations and charitable efforts related to women's and girls' soccer. Oh, yeah, so that's where the $24 million comes in because you got that extra $2 million. And they're also going to commit to providing equal pay, equal rate of pay for women and men's national teams in all friendlies and tournaments, including World Cup. As it should be. This should have been this way for years. And I've been saying this for a long time. I can't even name a motherfucker on the male team. I can't. But I can name some females. Because they're the ones that's winning. 
I can't even remember the last time the males even qualified for anything. But every year the women are qualifying. And not only are they qualifying, they're winning. Aside from what just happened in the Olympics last year. World Cup, they're winning it. Or they're runner-up. Olympics, aside from last year, they're winning. It's like, yo, these women deserve the same amount of money as the dudes. I can make a case that they deserve more than the motherfuckers because they winning. But I'm glad that finally, after all these years, they was able to see it. So congrats to the U.S. women's soccer team. Y'all finally got your bag. It was very well-deserving, very well-deserving. And hopefully this is not it, you know. Okay, soccer, they got that taken care of. Now what's next is them WNBA girls. That's next. That needs to come down the pipe now. That needs to come down the pipe now, pipeline next. Because they need to see some money too. Because what they're getting paid is ridiculous. Yeah, I was thinking that Liz Cambridge was going to try and hold out and make a difference, but she ended up signing real quick, so that didn't end up, end up happening this season. Yeah. But hopefully they, they step their game up soon, too, because WNBA players need to get that need to get their raise, too. Some of them have actually signed with Clutch Sports. Some of them. Yeah. Asia Wilson is one of them. I, for, I think it was two more. I can't think of their names at the top of my head, but I know Asia Wilson was definitely one of them. I'll tell you this, though. The WNBA girls, they definitely showed out All-Star Weekend. Like, they definitely went to support, you know, the guys. As much as the guys go to support them. Yes, they do. They 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 definitely returned the favor All-Star Weekend. Because I saw a couple of them. Asia Wilson happened to be one of them. They definitely, they definitely support each other. Because I definitely saw plenty of the Suns at the Mercury Games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I mean, since I have you on here, I mean, we got an hour and 24. I could do a little six little minutes real quick. Do some WNBA shit. Now, we just talked about Liz Cambridge a few seconds ago. Just signed with the Sparks. Dope pickup. Sue Bird has already let it be known that this will be her final season. She says that she says that she doesn't want a last dance or a last ride, but Sue Bird, I hate to break it to you, you're gonna get one. You're gonna get one. Not only are you gonna get one, you deserve one. So let's get that out the way. Like I get yeah. it. I, I get that she wants to, you know, be the elder stateswoman and don't want the attention to be put on her but nah you deserve the attention you deserve it four time world champ you and Diana Taurasi are the only Olympians male or female to have five gold medals you are the goat of your position oh no you definitely deserve a uh, uh, a world tour Farewell. You deserve it. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be looking forward to it. I tell you what. 
when the season start, I'm waiting for them tickets to go on sale. Because as soon as they come to the Barclays, I will be there for that game. See, last year when I went, she was hurt. So I didn't get a chance to see her play. I was able to see her on the bench, but I was able to see her play. This year, I will be able to see her play because I will be in the building for that. See, it was the opposite for me. When I went uh, to see the Mercury versus the Storm, Diana was actually hurt, but Sue actually played. Oh, no, I got to see her too before she hang it up. Like, there's a couple... Like, there's a couple of... WNBA greats I need to see before they hang it up. Sue is definitely one. Diana is definitely one. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, Candace, I done seen her a few times already, so, you know. I'm going to keep the tradition going because when she comes visit Barclays, I'll be there for that as well. Sylvia Files, I wouldn't mind seeing her before she hang it up because this is her last year as well. Um... Your Phoenix squad is gonna be deadly. That's why that's why I'm gonna be dangerous. With the addition of D- Tina Charles, I don't know who in their right mind is gonna want to go on that plane with her and Brittany down there. Yo, like you would have to, like you got to be brave as hell to want to go down there for that. To take to take that squad that went to the finals and to add Diamond to Shields and. Tina Charles, ooh, we gotta live up to the hype. We got him. If y'all listen, if y'all stay healthy, and I actually said this on a podcast, I think last week. Shout out to my St. Louis girls. I was I was on their podcast, and I said that too. I said that if Phoenix can stay healthy, that's the key. If they stay healthy, they are going to the WNBA Finals. Like. And I'm way. not even gonna lie to you, like when the the games that I went to this like that I watched and that I went to this year, I told my daughter, I'm like, yo, this girl Diamond De Shields is killing us in the finals. And then what do we do? We go and scoop her up. I'm like, yes, thank you. Those players that we don't like, we want them on our squad. Mm. Oh no, she's gonna show out. Definitely. She definitely gonna show up. Definitely. I'm trying to think if it was any other WNBA move that I didn't mention this go round. Um, I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. I don't think so. I think I pretty much touched base on a lot of the WNBA free agency as of lately. I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? Yeah, a lot of them re-signed. Brianna Stewart re-signed. Okay, okay, yeah. Joel Lloyd, she re-signed. So Seattle is definitely going to be in the conversation for a WNBA title. Absolutely. Absolutely. That Sparks uh, front court looks nice real, right now. Oh, yeah. If it's, I'm, t- I'm telling you, the, the, the key is can they stay healthy. That's the key. That is the key. Can they stay healthy? Can they stay healthy? But, uh, I think that's it, man. I think we pretty much touched on everything. We did the All-Star recap. 
We did the NBA 75 breakdown. We gave our top 10 of the 75. We threw a little WNBA in there. So, yeah, I think we pretty much accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. So, once again, thank you, my man, for joining me, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, Once again, honored for you to say that you needed me on this episode. You know, it's always fun. I tell you what, we're going to have to get creative because baseball is going to be a little late this year. Oh, yeah, I read up on that. But, yeah, man, I was only out for a couple months, but it felt like a lot longer, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But it's glad, it's, 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 it's glad to have you back, though. It's glad. It's definitely glad to have you back. I tell you that much. Yeah, man. Another fun episode in the bag, though. Yeah, man. So go ahead, man. Plug your pod. Tell everybody where they can find you so we can bounce up out of here. Yeah, for anybody that doesn't know, Aaron Kendrick from Kendrick Sports Talk. Uh, out in Grand Canyon. You can find me on all social media, Kendrick Sports Talk. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and IG is where I'm at. You can find any links on there. My link tree is there. You can find me. Um, I do have a little bit of merch. I got uh, T-shirts for sale. Hit me up if you are interested in that. Otherwise, just hit up my catalog, listen to all the past episodes, and looking forward to putting out some stuff in the near future. Can't wait to hear it. Can't wait to hear it. Y'all know where y'all can find your boy at. I'm on all streaming platforms except Tidal. Uh... IG, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, or Dre Day 1985. Facebook, Dre Day. Um, Twitter, Dre Day 1985. The link is in the bios. Tell a friend to tell a friend. AK, once again, my man, thank you for being on here with me. And uh, in closing, y'all know how this goes, man. This has been another episode of Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 249 is done. It's complete. Everybody out there, stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. We are out of here. Peace. Kendrick out. Peace out, y'all. Sports with Dre Day, Kendrick Sports, you know how that works. Maddie Mix talk, tacos and touchdowns. Okay. Everybody loves sports, the ball is in your court now. Yeah. Talking life with Uncle Chuck at Peach's Place for my health. Got the women, weed, and wellness with the gas up on the shelf. I'm with tea, got the loose you can use. I'm with Mocha Tea too, and I'm being in becoming the best man that I can be too. Take a ride with Dan USA, elevate your thoughts too. I'm with Life with Impact, and I'm with the Juice Group. Inside Picasso, got the heart. Keep going, homie. Keep me. Now we can chill with Dr. Baby's daddy. Booties do what they do. I've been shooting sugar chops. Chilling with Mike and the comedian. Higher than a hippie giraffe. They look up and they ain't seen them. I'm grinding to my goals like I'm with a star. Just keep going, you know you can make it real far. Welcome to the arena.
What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN Index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com or call him at 443-810-0384.